podcast. Hello and welcome to Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast. What's happening, everybody of the world? I say everybody of the world um, because hey, I was looking at my listening stats for the last week, and there are some uh, some worldwide representation listening to this podcast. We've got people listening in the likes of Ards, Craigavon, Pool, Balmina, Manchester. And then there's also like places as well, like even more exotic, like Barcelona. And Pardubus is in Czech Republic, and Dubai, and Raidia in Saudi Arabia. So major shout out to my Saudi Arabian listeners. Um, probably just the Saudi royal family just wanting to, to come on board and sponsor the podcast. I'm opening myself up to... Uh, I'm opening myself up to uh, working with you guys, so if you want to get in touch, um, by all means, do. But yeah, thanks to everybody who's been listening, wherever the heck is are listening. What makes this podcast even weirder is that people are listening to this in Saudi Arabia. I love that a lot. <clears throat> Not to mention Muscat and the Oman, eh? Major, major player over there. But yes, make yourselves known who, who who's listening to this podcast. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of new listeners from the last week. So you know, this one's going to have to be a doozy. You know, it's going to have to be a, a good, solid podcast. Have a prep for it. Nish nish. I'm a hungover. Mm, very much so. Um, in the last few weeks, I've been saying, no, I'm not going to drink on the podcast. And guess what? It was true to my word. I didn't. But it, I, di- I did previously, um, and last night was a, yeah, it was a party, you know, we went out for some dinner, went for some drinks, you know what that means? Ladies, leave your man at home, the club is full of ballers and pockets full grown. That's right, we're jumping, jumping, partying, you know what I mean? Me and the rest of the girls, the, the Kelly and whatever, the one that does nothing in Destiny's Child's called, but um, yeah, we were out, and uh, on that side, you know what I used to think the lyrics of that song were... Um, Ladies Eve men at home, the club's full of ballers, and their cock is full grown, which, um, you know, was thirsty lyric, you know, it's what I thought it was in the outset and why I started liking the song, do you know what I mean, like I'd be going out the nights out, like getting ready to go to, I suppose Dempsey's back in the day and Thompson's, and I'd just be getting myself all ready, getting all dressed and stuff and popping this baby on, he's your man at home, the club is full of ballers and the cock is full grown, and I'd be like, let me at him. Get me into the club, but yeah, it's a, it's a, a lyric that you know. Still to this day, I'm like, nah. He's got. He's made a mistake. Destiny. You made an error. Calling it that. You know, you should have gone with my version, and you'd have got all the dirty little bastards out there loving it. Do you know what I mean? Not that it probably did purely as a song anyway. But yeah, the precursor of night out. We're heading out. Boom, boom. Obviously at 32. It's not as wild as it would have been maybe at, I don't know, 16, but it was a good night. Went out from a friend, Connor's birthday, and we went to Noble in Hollywood. Mm, very nice. And, uh, yeah, lovely meal in there. Um, had a couple of ciders before I went out, and they were Angry Orchard Ciders. Th- they were angry. Uh, Chris Eubank, they were Angry Orchard Ciders. And uh, I haven't tried that before, and I didn't eat much much food yesterday and when I got this cider on board I was instantly out of my mind you know these two little balls of cider and I'm just feeling some kind of way off the bat and then we went out for dinner a couple more ciders you know and then the red wine came out and after that it's just all downhill we're all we're all on the steam train quite literally and here we are the next day with the world's worst hangover um, I'm actually drinking orange juice, dilute, 
this morning on the podcast as opposed to wine or water as usual. Because you know when you get so hungover that the actual taste of water would make you sick because it just tastes of nothing. And then it just tastes like the inside of your mouth, which tastes like shit. And tastes like the kind of the memories of the night before that you don't want to have. Do you know what I mean? Like, I went out for dinner and on the way home got pizza. A big fat pig. Big fat pig that woke up in the morning and nearly boked just because I'd eaten too much. Not even that it was drunk, just because I ate too much. And yeah, at my age, that's not something that um, you should feel too proud about. You know, it's a. Uh, you're quite an opener, but anyway, um, I'm trying to soldier on, get the podcast done, and uh, in the can. There was a serious possibility that this podcast wouldn't get recorded this week, which would be terrible, because I get the week, last week, the biggest listens on the one podcast in a long time, and then the week after, I'm like, nah, I'm done. Do you know what I mean? What else can I achieve? Nothing, I am complete. I am done. But no, I decided, gotta get it done today too, because I'm gigging tonight, which is weird, because as you know, I put the podcast questions up on a Friday, nine times out of ten, will I do the podcast on a Friday? No, but on the odd one occasion that I do, when I'm actually prepared and ready to go, it's great. reason why I didn't do it uh, this Friday was because I was doing another podcast, um, and it was, I was jumping on a podcast friend of mine's, um, Richard and AJ, guys who I used to be in the sketch group FNT with, you know, we're talking about this with uh, my wife Catherine, yeah. Yesterday, and she was like, was anybody not an FNT? And I said, nah, everybody was. It was just the biggest group of people you'll ever see in your life. So I'd, I did that with them. They're sort of starting off their podcast, which is called The Wardrobe of Life, um, which is, I don't know whether it's like some kind of shout out to my boy C.S. Lewis or something like that, or just like advice from in a wardrobe. Because, I mean, if you're in a wardrobe, realistically, you're not going to, you know, be, be in too good a place because it's not designed for people, it's for clothes, you know what I mean, which are effectively, you know, thin and easily forced into wardrobes where people aren't. So, I mean, that, but that's what they've called it. So I'm hoping it's a shout out to C.S. Lewis, but it was fun, you know. Went over there and did the podcast and, you know, it was nice to not be a Capitan on a podcast for once because I'm sure, as you know, with this podcast, you know, all in my head, Boytown, obviously I'm the leader, the captain, the papa bear of the, that ship. So it was nice to just go there, be asked a couple of questions, have a bit of crack and enjoy myself. So whenever I did that, I came back to the house with all great intentions to record the weird podcast. And my whole family, oh that's good, my whole family um, were asleep. I got back at like 11, I thought there'd be, you know, there'd be some movement about the gaff, but no, it was like the night before Christmas. The whole, everyone in the house was dead, it seemed. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't joke about that. Um... But yeah, it was it was dead, and I just was like, right, well, I can't make any noise here because I will wake everybody up. So instead, I'll just take myself to bed, and that's what I did. And then on Saturday, I had to look after the after the chill. I had to look after the chill because the wife was away at gallivanting, wasn't she? Again, as per social life, like bloody Kim Kardashian that one. And then the evening time, we were both out. For tea and Holly just once again She's now old enough and big enough To whereby when you put her into the drawer To go to bed she can get herself out So if she you know she wants to get out Or get, get a wee bottle of milk or something Or you know get her nappy changed She can get out of the drawer herself now Which is good so you don't feel as bad Leaving her there But um, 
did that and it was it was grand and now two days later I'm recording a podcast you know dying but it was a good night out and we went for dinner in Noble which was really really good again this will be the new section of my podcast where I'll just say recommend or wouldn't recommend Noble would recommend good spot and then after that um friend Connor was like oh there's this new bar opened it's kind of like yeah. how he sold it to me was he goes ah it's kind of like a sort of like a rooftop thing like a rooftop terrace you can see over the over the the marina oh is there one and I went all right this sounds interesting so we went to this bar now here comes a spoiler alert this is going to be a not recommend you know this is going to be one that I'm going to say hey don't go there um I think it's called Shelby's I'm not too sure there's just a big 51 on the front of it. But we went in this place, walked upstairs. Um, there was a, like, for initially when I walked in, there was this big, like, head, like a, a special effects head just sitting on the, on the, like, I don't know, it was like a, it wasn't a window, it was a windowsill kind of thing, but there's no window. Whoa, mind blown. It was like a cove. And it's just special effects head. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. And I, you know, hey, I had a few drinks. So I needed to go pee pee, and as I headed up there, so like, that's cool. I took a photo of this head, thinking, pop this in the old so- social media, and people will be able to, you know, just see this good head. But, mm, but um, the fact that it was such a terrible time, I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna post any joy. Because you we went in, sat at a table. There was like, I go as far as to say, one other table in at the time, and then there's six of us. And we went, sat down at the table, and a waiter came over and was like, look, here's the deal. We don't have the right license for drinks, so you're going to have to buy some food or we can't serve you a drink. And we were like, but we've just had theory courses. You know, we just had trois court a la carte off the menu. But And he was like, yeah, well, it's kind of the only way to get around it. <coughs> So we're like, right, give us whatever you can need to give us and just set it on the table, you know, and that was fine. And then a waitress came over and was like, right, do you want any drinks? And hey, you know the old saying, boys will be boys. We did. We wanted some drinks. So we said, what beers do you have? And she's like, yeah, here's the thing, don't have any beers on tap. Right, mm, right, okay. And um, what do you have? And she goes, Oh, this drink called the Dancing Bear, right? And she goes, It's kind of like an in between Heineken and Budweiser. Now, that's a wide spectrum. Do you know what I mean? And it, it tasted neither like Heineken or Budweiser. Was it a lager? Yes. Was that about it? Yes. Did it have this weird citrus aftertaste? Like, is it like all the fucking craft beers nowadays have yeah and you know my view on craft beer i don't like it it's a phenomenon that's just not for me you know if you can ever give me a craft beer that i go that's nicer than just a normal beer i'll be very impressed because i mean you can't go wrong with a peroni you know you can't go wrong with the regular beers that you have the harps of the world they're fine you don't need harp but with like lemon rind in it you don't need that shit you know what I mean? It looks like it's got jizz in it. You know, that's the only difference. It's like lager, but like someone has came in it and mixed it. That's the consistency and colour of 
a, spe, a special brew. Fuck no, that's another story for another day. You know, that's a, the consistency of a craft beer, and no one needs that. You know what I mean? No one needs that. So anyway, she brings down these uh, these dancing bears. She so calls and drops it down. Fully, no, I'm expecting. Again, I'll be like, I'm gonna like this because hey, I'm a I'm Papa Bear. I like bears, just to be fun. I'll get a picture of a bear on the can. I'll pose with the bear. Ha <laughs> ha! Hilarious. It'll be make for a nice photo. It'll be a nice memory. I'm just be flat out getting sponsored by Dancing Bear beer. Drops it down. It's called Dancing Beer. B I E R. It's German. You know. So like, I was a bit annoyed that I was like, um. It's dancing beer that, you know, just for, you know, the sake of, like, just being sound. You know, again, in hindsight, maybe it could have sounded a bit wanky, but at the time, it was like, look, you know, just in case you're, like, getting, like, it was, I think they were going for a hipstery audience. So if you get a hipster in there and we're like, it's a dancing bear and you gave it, they go, it's dancing beer, actually. Um, You know, so we're trying to be sound. And she was like, yeah, well, it is what it is. It's what I call it. And off she went. Then she went to the bar and just slagged us all off to the other staff. That were there, and it was like, hey, there's no one in your bar, slash restaurant, whatever the fuck it is with the license. There's no one in there. We can fully hear what you're saying. You mean don't be a a thick bitch and then be ignorant on top of that, rude, fucking piece of shit. You didn't need that at all. And as soon as the drinks were finished, we just went. You know, fuck that place, and. You know, good luck to them trying to stay open, trying to run a bar that doesn't have a bloody bar license, forcing you to eat chips, which, hey, were too salty as well, so lick the back of my dick. You know, not even my balls. You know, lick the back of the balls, not the dick. Because you you don't deserve to get into the inner sanctity enough to get to the balls. You know, you need to stay, you know, like, whatever, 12 inches away from the balls, you know, but but you need to stay that distance away from the balls because that's personal. You know, you don't get to lick my balls because I don't like your Shelby's. And you know what? It's a stupid unoriginal name too. Oh, I'll just call it after Peaky Blinders. You know what happened to Peaky Blinders? The series ended. And you know what's going to happen to your tenancy there? It's going to end. Unless you change staff and licenses. So anyone out there um, that wants to go there, hey, don't. You know what I mean? Just that's, again, my personal opinion on it. And hey, if I was, you know, slightly more aggrieved than I am and didn't have a podcast, I'd be taking that on TripAdvisor. You know, I'd be dropping a negative review on TripAdvisor, you know, but that's what it is. And then after that, we went to the old stable, you know, the staple of uh, Hollywood drinking, Ned's Bar, the Maypole. And it was what it is, you know, just an old man pub, which always got great atmosphere and serves great pints of Guinness. There you go. how How to run a bar. You know, have good drinks and a good atmosphere. You know, just do do the regular drinks, but do them well. And you know, as uh, K Cost once said, um, if you build it, they will come. And Ned's got built. I think in the year again, I think it was like thirteen oh two when uh, when Ned himself landed in in Hollywood on a boat carrying a maypole, erected the maypole in the middle of the town, and went, "I am opening my pub," and that is where we're at now. So there you have it. Ned's a superb. Shelby's niche niche. And then after that, uh, the people we were out with, the two uh, wives were pregnant, bar mine, who's not pregnant, and she was in the sauce. And, you know, whenever you're out with a couple of pregnant people, they get tired. You know, they get a wee bit ready for the beds. Because, hey, they're growing people inside them. Like, it's bad enough being a person yourself that, like, gets tired and grows. But imagine having, like, a little... 
this little like gr- I say gremlin, but it, yeah, like a little gremlin thing inside you, just sucking all your energy out of you. Mummy, give me more. It wouldn't be sweet, so they just got super tired. And we're like, right, we're going. Which is what happens when the little gremlin gets you. You know, you get tired and you have to go, which is fair enough. But for me and Catherine, we were still, you know, not quite ready to end the night. You know, we were still feeling a bit, you know, ready for the good time. And we sort of said, look, if you are going, you know, obviously being on a pregnancy, the pregnants, they can drive, you know, those, getting on like there's some sort of like weird body snatching aliens. When you're out with the pregnants, watch out for them. They can drive, you know. But then uh, one of them was were driving us home and it was we were like, hey, don't leave us at the house. Drop us in the banger. We're going to go for some pints. And we did. And it was great. We went into Jenny Watts. And um, was it the first? Did we just go there? Yeah, we just went to Jenny Watts. Straight in. Couple of orchard thieves. Bar dude. Sort us out. Dropped them up here. And we're just getting getting the pints into us. And it was nice. It was nice. Bad stage. Um, let's say we probably had, you know, upwards of eight, 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 maybe eight, eight ciders by that stage. And then, you know, a couple of big bottles of wine split three ways. So, you know, I was definitely feeling loose as a goose by this point. And um, it was nice having a good time. And then uh, major shout out to uh, the McAvoy's. Your listeners of I don't know if, if if they're both listeners to this podcast or listeners to Boytown, but they um, came up and had a chat, Leah and Adam, and it was good to, to chat with them. And uh, we had some banter about how at the last live Boytown podcast, Adam decided to sit bang in front row wearing a General Banter t-shirt. Uh, gross, we hate General Banter. Uh, yeah, we, we, we literally, you know, just pretend all to be mates just for the crack. Realistically, super competitive, hate each other. You know, so I said, man, never do that again. And then I scrapped him. You know, I had to scrap him. But he said, that's fair enough. You know, accept the scrab. And, you know, can I get you a pint instead? And I went, yeah, it's fair enough. I'll forgive you for that. And hey, just wear general banter gear if you want, you know, um, because I was just a joke. I don't really hate it, but I do. And, uh, yeah, that was, it was nice. I had a bit of crack there. And it was the effectively the straw that broke the camel's back. That last pint, I did not need it. You know, I've, I've learned this morning that I did not need that pint. But hey, I did it. I took it and I drank it, you know, whatever. It's what I'm, what I'm like. I'm, you know, at the end of the day, whenever you're young, you can go out and you can last and you can flip and drink four or five nights in a row. When you're my age, you can't do that, you know. But at the same time, whenever your head still wants to... You're ready for it and you think you can still do it. But next day, you die. And I woke up. This morning, um, I woke up this morning feeling fine. No, I didn't. I felt fucking shit. But I woke up with the world's worst headache. Like, you know when you wake up and you're up for the day, you're like, oh, it's terrible. But you know when you wake up before you wake up? Before I wake up. And you just need to go to the toilet. But whenever you go to the toilet, it's just like, it's just effectively amber crystals drop out of your piece into the toilet <laughs> drops down like I'm so dehydrated literal piss sand falls out of you and um, it's just horrendous and my head hurt it was like one of those ones those headaches like every time my heart beat it was just agony in my brain so yeah it wasn't an ideal situation so I had to get myself downstairs try and drink some water get some abrufen on board and go back to bed the water itself wasn't going down either. It was like, I'm going to be sick. 
Um, but eventually I managed to get to a Brufenstein, like the brave soldier that I am. And in the end, I'm all right. Like now I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I'm on the mend a little bit. You know, like I'm definitely feeling better than than I did on the first rise this morning when all the crystals were dropping into the toilet. Um, but I guess that's it. You know, that's the way. That's the way hangovers go. You know, that's the way they are and that's the way they're always going to be for me for eternity so now basically i have to try and once i get this podcast wrapped go and collect my daughter who guess what has no respect for hangovers you know she has no respect for serenity she has no respect for peace she's just a constant bundle of energy and noise from she wakes till she sleeps so yeah that's going to be fun but we're going to go for a walk, try and shake off the cobwebs, and obviously get a tray bake as well, um, try and recover this hangover, which, you know, to be fair, the drinking this week is coming in opportune time, because I have been back at the gym, been worked out three times this week, you know what I mean, to, from Thursday, so yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that's three times, you know, I'm back on the horse, but effectively, what happened was I was riding along, got back on the horse, I'm sort of starting to gallop again, you know, and then someone's just completely blindsided me with a bazooka rocket launcher, you know, and obliterated me and the horse. So not only do I have to bring the horse and put him back together, like, you know, I, I need to enlist all the king's horses and all the king's men to try and put this horse together again, you know, and then I have to somehow do the same to me. So before I can even put the horse together, I have to try and save myself. But hey, I'll... I, but the point is, I'm badly fucked. I'm not gonna be able to do much exercise today, so going for a walk is important. But I just wanted to let people know about that. I know some people like the old fitness update, and I had been a bit uh, shit with it in the last while. But the story about that is literally because I'm still homeless. Like fucking eight weeks later, um, it's just not like you. It's not the same as being in your house with your home comforts, your proper setups, your prep. Because again, as the old fable goes. If you prepare to fail, or if you fail to prepare, you're fucked, you know, so that's basically it, I've been unable to prepare, and then I've just been kind of eating as I go along, I've been gigging a lot more, you know, because I'm so hysterical and people want to see me do stand-up, you know, I, I had more gigs, you know, I'm gigging all over the place, and it's easier sometimes if you're working, you come home from work, you just need to grab something quick, and you can't necessarily just whip out a nice, you know, healthy meal, so it's it's trying to get that mindset changed again, and with these hangovers today, I would be very impressed if I act clean. I would. But definitely, it'll be back to normal from this week. And again, you can always start, you know, people are always like, if you want to change, change now. Yeah, but if you're really down with the hangover, which may, you know, it may raise its ugly head tomorrow as well. There's a possibility that, you know, you might be off that train. But I'm going to prep that today because when I get in from this walk, I'll get some food. We'll, you know, try and be healthy guys again. And then I have a gig tonight, I said earlier, I'm gigging for Aware NI, which is a mental health charity, um, which to be fair is an area that I think is massively uh, overlooked by our politicians here, mainly, you know, because it's an important thing. And obviously it's more important for politicians per se to, you know, make sure that, you know, gay people don't get married or that you know there's more GAA on the TV you know that's the, the you know the pressing issues of the day there above mental health and and 
charity and uh, the hospital and the, the health system, you know. So as long as they get their priorities sorted, um, that that's grand. Um, but no, I think it's for a good cause. I think there's 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 literally more acts on the bill tonight than there were people in FNT, my sketch group, which everyone was in. So, you know, everyone's going to be on stage tonight. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Shane is on as well tonight, and he was also blocked last night. We were having a bit of a, a, a chat back and forward in our drunk states, like two children. And yeah, both of us are a wee bit vulnerable today, so it'll be nice to get there, have a nice time at that gig, feel good, and then you know do something for a good cause, and then come home and go back to bed, and then start the week again. Yay! Happy Monday, everybody. Um, but yeah, that's that. And this week's Pug Uglies was absolutely smashing with Tom O'Mahony up. Um, he, he, he absolutely smashed it. Had Mark McCarney on, Aaron Butler did. A wee turn and Shane did a turn as well. So it was a very uh, good week. And this week we have Neve Marin coming to headline and James McKegney doing the support. And then I'll be MC for the night, just uh, tying it all together. So. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. That should be great. And it's always, the last few weeks in Pugs have been full. So, you know, if if you want to get in, get a table, make sure you get down early. Doors half eight, shows at nine. And you know what? Unlike Shelby's, there's a good selection of beers and Pugs. Good drinks offers, good cocktails, and just a generally a good pub. You know, that's how to run a pub, you know, Shelby's, you know. And yeah, by order of the Peaky Blinders, lick the back of my dick. And on that note, I think I'll just go on to the listeners' questions for this week because, hey, I'm looking at the clock here and it's nearly D-Day, i.e. go and collect my daughter, otherwise I'm a bad parent. Um, so, first question off, the, off, of, off of Twitter this week is from Glenn Lindsay, saying, Hello, Papa Physical. Any big plans for the spring season? Hashtag Weird Nation. Um, I don't know. See, this is the thing. Like, I know a lot of, like, anywhere you look now, there's some of the the guys doing big shows or tours or and it seems to be like to me not a good time like there's a good time to do it but for me personally it's like everyone's promoting shows you know what I mean why not just do my show later in the year or next year and you are when it suits better you know um so just get behind those lads help them buy their tickets and you know worry about my own shit later down the line because for me at the minute the main priority is trying to make Pug Uglies into uh, an established, you know, go-to comedy club. That's my main focus at the minute. And I'm gigging there every week. I'm having great audiences every week. And, um, you know, probably not having the time to work on material as much because I'm MCing. But I like it. You know, that's happy enough for me to work on that. I'm trying to write other things as well. I'm trying to write more stuff for radio or TV at the minute. So that's where my efforts and attentions lie and until I am hopefully doing this full time I'll be you know focusing there for the next spring season essentially Glenn but if you're talking about uh, you know fashion or whatever man yeah just I'm looking forward to spring coming in switching the blacks to something you know maybe a bit a bit more summery like a dark grey and just looking you know a wee bit more summery you know I like to get shorts on me I love last summer here it was great really warm and I'm hoping this year's the same. Hope it's another great summer. And then, yeah, it's basically it. A few, few, few wee bits and bobs here and there, but just keeping busy, man. You know, plodding along. A wee juggernaut. Um, Nathan Consiglia 
I said, yo, Papa Dave, hope you like that little sandwich I slapped together for you. But my question is, ever be fully mugged off by a food establishment? P.S. Your wee tuna sarnie is on me. Ah, that's that's really nice. I appreciate that, Nathan. Uh, Nathan uh, delivered me probably what was one of the best tuna sandwiches I've ever had. Absolutely delicious. In Sunflower and Bangor, top, top spot, would recommend. But I've ever been... Fully mugged off by a food establishment, yeah. But Shelby's number fifty-one in Hollywood. Uh, get your license sorted. Are you a bar? Are you a restaurant? What are you, Nathan? You've brought me back to this point. I was letting it go. <clears throat> I was just gonna go get over it, but now I'm back here again. That was probably you know one of the most the biggest mug offs. The fact that she was just like yeah, and then a the fucking guy was like drinking it's dancing beer and uh, it's bear it's whatever i want to call it who cares i was like well i care because you're selling something you're fucking getting completely wrong you moron do you know what i mean it's like someone working in fucking subway being like um would you like any jalapenos in your sandwich is it what jalapenos nah jalapenos you fucking moron i mean this is a dancing bear now it's a dancing to be fair in her defense does bear dance? No. Do bears dance? Yes, when they're forced to in circuses. You know what I mean? But still not the point. Oh, you've me up, Nathan. I'll be in from... I might actually be in from Weech in a sandwich today at some point. If you're open, maybe you I'm actually probably don't open on a Sunday, which is fucking stupid because, hey, you make all the money in the world if you're a sandwich shop open on a Sunday with hungover people like me drinking orange juice instead of water because he's too hungover and his mouth just tastes like death. But thanks for your question, Nathan. You're my favourite guy. Um... Tristan Glenn has said how is Mr. Charlie coping with being homeless um, for those of you that don't know Mr. Charlie is my uh, is my shih tzu dog my shih tzu and he um, hasn't been able to live with us in our temporary accommodation because it's just not suitable for baby and dog which is terrible I miss him you know I think Mr. Charlie himself is really coping well with being homeless because he's with Catherine's mum and she just treats him like a little prince and hey does Charlie like the to play up to that little moniker of being a little prince being a little, little piece of shit he loves it yeah absolutely so I think Mr. Charlie's coping well he's getting like rather than just eating dog food I think Catherine's mum feeds him like proper meals and stuff you know with what what they have gives him some nice you know he gets all his macros in he's got the proteins he's got the carbs he's got the fats he's everything he needs Mr. Charlie you know he's probably coming back to us like just this fat wee Chinese guy Compared to when we left him, he's just a skinny wee Chinese guy. But in terms of how he's coping, I think he's doing much better. Certainly, he's coping better than I'm coping today, that's for sure. Um, I'm going to delve into the old uh, Instagram questions here. Um, my man, John Joe Flood. Whoa, he is uh, dropping uh, warm peace on me today. Hola and salutations to Big Papa Pump, the Sultan of Stringers and the everyday hero that all physique guys look up to. Well, you know what? I forgive you for your length. I'll take your length, my man, because that's a really nice intro. I hope you're keeping well. It's been a little while since I dropped the question to you, but please accept my apologies. Apologies accepted. I consider myself quite an eclectic podcast listener. Of course, the weird podcast is my favourite and makes the start of the week much better. However, I'm also a keen rugby fan and I love the rugby pod also. You've mentioned previously about your old rugby days at Sullivan, etc. So my question is, are you enjoying KV's banter on the podcast? And could we be hearing him as the first weird guest? Um, you know what? Yeah, very possible, actually. We were chatting about um, about maybe doing something 
at the last time that we saw each other and he was definitely asking a bit more about podcasting I know that he's kind of thinking about the future a bit more now because say like I think everyone father time gets you and he's 32 now and he's sort of probably weighing up his options at the end of the, the seasons the end of his current contract with Ulster so he's definitely looking I think to get more into that media side of things and I tell you what he's great at it you know he's been being brilliant on the rugby pod and I think you know there's definitely scope for that here and you know I'd love to have him as a guest and it would be good crack as well but if you know, he was looking to start something up. I think, you know, now's the time to do it. And, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll do a good job at it. But, um, you know, obviously, I'll give him all my tips and stuff in terms of how to podcast. Basically, you know, to have the best podcast going. Because, you know, obviously, I'll be saying to him, hey, man, what you need to do is talk about weird stuff, talk about string vests, um, and just, you know, take people behind the candelabra. But yeah, definitely I'm going to try and get him as a guest. And I think actually Tom O'Mahony was looking to get him on, on his podcast as well. So, you know, keep a wee, a wee eye on an ear out for that. Um, Daddy Cunningham said, hey, dude, man, earlier this week, we, Mickey Conlon, uh, caused controversy walking out to Up the Ra in NYC, top bands. If you were a boxing in a sellout arena, what tune would you walk out to and why? Culture club? Question mark. Um... I don't know, it would depend. I would definitely want to, like, if you're boxing, you want to get in somebody's head, like, don't you? You want to be flipping mental, like, scared. But, like, I always remember, like, when you, if you're watching, like, George Groves fighting, you know, he would come out to Spitfire by The Prodigy, and that's a good song to walk out to because you're pumped. You know, bury someone's head off. But I think I would go the complete opposite of that and come out to something really, you know, really weird. You know, just, like, Mika or something. I can be brown, I can be blue, I can be violet skies. Another person be in the ring going, what the fuck's this guy doing? And I just come waltzing out, you know, looking like the, the bearded butterbean, just ready to go, you know? And uh, and I think that would probably offset their head more than, than me actually, you know, coming out to psych out music. But um, you know what? I'm going to say the whole McConnell thing, I thought that was... You know, f- fair enough. If that's what he wants to do. Bit dumb too. Like you know, if he's trying to get support from all corners, because you know the way this this place is, it is what it is. And you know, you you do something like that once, people won't like you for it. You know, but that was his choice. That aside, I'm just going to say I think you know, Irish rebel or traditional music on one side, and kind of like band music, um, on the other side, flute band music. You're sort of going. Mm. Is it good music though? You know, is it, does it, like does it when you listen to it? Does it sound good? You know, do you listen to that and be like, "Fuck, I'd rather I wouldn't mind listening to the to the boys." You know, I'd rather, I'd rather like you're gonna go. Who am I gonna put on the vinyl today? Am I gonna put on the Rolling Stones, or am I gonna put on the flipping the Pride of Tully Corner flute band? You know what I mean? You're gonna go mm, probably the Stones. You know, I'm gonna listen to. Uh, I'm gonna go to listen to Dr. Dre in my car when I'm cruising down the streets or I'm going to stick the wolf tones on mm-hmm. three guys with shit instruments uh, or the greatest rap producer ever mm, it's going to be Dre you know what I mean it's going to be so um, I just think you know come out the actual better music that sounds good um, above all else Mick and also Mick Collins' teeth they're a good job you know he's got those babies done 
and he looks sweet. Paddy Mac has said, hey Dave, being the family man you are and enjoying taking day trips away with the family, can you give me some ideas and a nice spot to see in NI? We recently got a family national trust pass, so I'd love some ideas on where to head to. Well, hey man, the national trust is the place to be. You know, you've got that card. It's good for hangovers, do you know what I mean? Just make sure that your wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, missus, lad, whatever it is, 2019 and all, doesn't direct you where to go. Because, hey, my wife, she always does the orienteering on our walks around the National Trust and always just takes us randomly through people's fields, gardens. I'm like, Catherine, we've been walking here for seven hours and it's supposed to take a 45-minute, you know, get around here. And she's like, oh, it's fine, just keep going. I'm like, no, my feet are bleeding. Stop. But no, we, we tend to go to Mount Stewart quite a lot, Paddy. <laughs> Lucky Stewart. Um, but, well, that's such a shit joke. And, um, yeah, we go there quite a bit. And you know what? You can get to the Giants Causeway now because it's National Trust too. You can go there, go to the Carrick Rope Bridge. That's always a pretty good day out. Um, the problem is names. I just forget loads of names. There's another one we went to. It was really good. It wasn't Mount Stewart, but it sounds like Mount Stewart, so therefore I get the name wrong. But it's good. Go there wherever it is but definitely get yourself online like a national trust nerd and look at the places to go and hey just go it go it and do it and uh, have a great time Gareth Owens said hey David I hope you're well missed the call for questions the last few weeks so I'm in and on it like a rat up a drain pipe this week tell me this what the fuck is going on with Brexit hashtag load of bollocks you know what I've sort of adapted the same outlook to Brexit as I have to, you know, just like going out for a night out. So like, and I when I hear breakfast, breakfast, fuck, I need breakfast. When I hear Brexit, the first thing I think of is. And then just go for it. No, I don't. I'm sick of Brexit. You know what I mean? It bores me. I, it's got to the point where I literally don't know what they're talking or debating about anymore because it's got so convoluted and so confusing. You know. What I did enjoy yesterday, there was a march about trying to get a new referendum um, to the people again to, to go. I think I think a referendum to vote for a referendum. I think was the the gist of it. And then in the news article, they're just like, not everybody is uh, protesting for uh, another referendum. And now we flip over to the bad boy of Brexit, Nigel Farage. And never have I enjoyed a nickname more than the bad boy of Brexit. I thought that was just like. Do I agree with anything Nigel Farage says? No. But do I like that moniker? Absolutely. He's a bad boy of Brexit. You know, he's like Brendan from uh, Strictly. You know, he's the bad boy of the ballroom. You should get the two of them together, the bad boy of Brexit, the bad boy of the ballroom, and just, you know, remake bad boys. You know, it'd be an interesting... uh, It'd be an interesting film. It'd be an interesting pitch. But, uh, hey, I'd write it. I'd write bad boys starring Brendan and Nigel. You know, I think it'd be... A good show, but Brexit itself, who knows, man? Realistically, who knows? It's going to be a complete bollocks. Um, but kind of, I'm at the stage now, just do it. And if it's shit, it's shit, you know. I voted to remain. FYI, just putting the cards on the table. But, you know, the majority of people didn't. And now it is what it is. So just fucking get on with it and then we'll, we'll make it. Again, I just did everything in life to get to the, you know, cross a bridge when you get to it. Sometimes people are fucking worried about crossing a river when they're fucking in a, in a desert. You know what I'm saying, guys? Just relax. Ian has said, hey Dave, since you're into conspiracies and true crime, have you ever heard of those Conspiracy Guys podcast? Great listen. 
I have heard of it, you know. Uh, to be honest, though, the thing about it is I like to watch true crime documentaries. You know, listening to them, really, I have, it's not something I've got into. No, I like to listen to my comedy podcasts and or training podcasts because it gets me in the mood to go to the gym or just makes me have a nice time while I'm driving about the place. But I think sometimes like listening to conspiracy theorists and stuff like that would make you so paranoid about stuff, you know? Like you hear all the ones, like some of them that are ridiculous. You're like, oh, 9-11 was an inside job. You know, it's like, oh, what was it really? People didn't walk on the moon. I could believe that, to be fair. But like going into all the conspiracies, I feel like it would it would definitely diminish your mental health. You know, it would, it would make you so paranoid and, and be like, what, what what's going on here? What's you know what I mean? It wouldn't be. I don't feel a good thing for me. Really, it would just make me all like really, and I wouldn't trust anybody ever again. Do you know what I mean? But if you have any specific episodes worth a listen let me know because again i've watched one episode of that madeline mccann documentary and i can't watch anymore made me too sad cried my eyes out like a big baby and last question today goes to chris barr nice to see you come back chris um and he said hey dave hope you're well here's this week's weird news story let me see and as per taking me while to load um the daily star today and it's uh, obviously going to be highbrow stuff. Woman stabbed man with fruit knife because he couldn't climax. A booty call turned murderous when the man got tired. Oh, whoa. Why is my... I should have muted my sound. What an idiot. The woman who stabbed her lover to death with a fruit knife because he was unable to climax during sex said, let's not meet again in the next life to him as he lay dying. Oh, sass? Let's not meet again in the next life because you're shit at coming. Um, the Tainan Tain, Tain District Court in Southwest Taiwan sentenced a woman named as Mrs. Yu to 15 years in prison. In court, Mrs. Yu told prosecutors her lover was an ex-boyfriend surnamed Ku, who drunkenly called her to his home on the fateful night in July 2018. She claims they had sex, but he appeared tired and could not climax, leading Miss Yu to suspect that he might have been sleeping with other women. They stopped having sex, and Miss Yu told the victim, if you can't manage, you can rest. But as Koo rolled over to sleep, Mrs. Yu pulled a fruit knife from a bag and stabbed him in the neck. Um, weird. According to reports, her final words to him were, let's not meet again, let's not meet again in the next life, Mr. Shit Dick. Koo bled heavily from his neck, but did not die. He stood up and staggered towards Mrs. Yu, who reportedly stabbed him a second time, this time in the abdomen, after which he collapsed and died. His body was found the next day by two female friends, and Mrs. Yu was arrested shortly after, police said. Mrs. Yu revealed that the Tainan District Court, she said her ex-boyfriend Koo, both divorced, had been dating on and off for about two years since meeting in a bar. Probably not Shelby's. She said that she was fed up of being used, suggesting that he would call her every time he wanted sex, despite the pair having already ended the relationship. It's unclear whether Mrs. Yu will appeal the sentence. You know, I would imagine Mrs. Yu probably wouldn't have a leg to stand on in terms of that. But uh, Chris's question is, but what he wants to know is, what is the thing that makes you the most angry? Mm. You know what? Probably when you go into a bar and you find out that the bar doesn't have a license to serve drinks you know that's probably what makes me the most angry but normally what makes me the most angry um people not being good at time management you know what i mean making plans that fucking annoys me a lot and hey pol- po- politics over here you know the fact we don't have a government we have two fucking retarded parties 
uh, run the country and the fucking stupid people will vote for continuously for both parties that are fucking retarded. And that's a disservice to that word, and I apologise for using it, but fuck those guys. <sighs> guys, I'm still hungover. You know, I'm going to just call this podcast now. It's going to we'll get through to about 45 minutes, and that'll be enough of the, the podcast for the day, because guess what? Guys and girls, I need to go and collect my daughter from the drawer in my parents' house, and uh, get out and try and make the most of this day, which, to be fair, I've not actually seen yet. Let me just pull back the curtain. Oh, whoa. I'm blinded like a vampire. That's a nice day. The sun is shining, the weather is sweet, and if you're listening to this podcast on Monday, enjoy the rest of the week. Stay positive and get the pug uglies on Thursday. Um, and I'll be back again next week. Peace. <laughs>